It is your Classic Metal Show right here on theclassicmetalshow.com, and that is brand new music from the band Skin Suit, also from the album Skin Suit. That one was simply called Baby, and on the line right now is the vocalist of Skin Suit, as well as the guitar player, Mr. Rob McManus and Mr. Tommy Skeo. Guys, how are you? Good. How you doing, Chris? Uh, excellent, man. It's it is definitely good to hear this project. I, I definitely have to say I am a big, big fan of it. I've been telling people to search it out and and give it a listen because it's it's really music that people need right now. It's uplifting. It's fun. It's it's a little bit dark in the right places. It's just good. Thank you, Chris. That's how we feel about it, too. Like, it's just like there's no one out there really rocking out, you know, like, Breaking out, you know, um, kind of edgy sounding guitars and just letting it loose. I don't hear it, you know. No, it 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 really is crazy that in a time, you know, obviously we're we're dealing with this pandemic bullshit, and in that time, everybody's releasing all this acoustic horseshit. You know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's all uh, it's all like from the living room and stuff. As a matter of fact, it's funny you said that because. We've been before all this pandemic talking about, you know, just doing an acoustic thing for one of our songs just to put it on our Facebook page. So it's funny you're mentioning that because we just did recorded that before you said that. Oh, nice. Good. So we're all we're just a part of it. We're fucking it up, too, son. <laughs> Great. So, so are you guys going to give us your version of a Sarah McLaughlin tune worked into worked out of well, a skin suit tune? No, it's it's actually an acoustic version of one of the songs on the record called Fire Dirt and Maggots and it's okay. we've been we did a few takes of it today. We're trying to get get the best we can. We'll probably do one more after we talk to you. Very cool, man. Well, guys, let's talk about this thing, man. It is a it is an a very impressive 12 songs. It is uh, the last tune in particular is by far my favorite, the big 9-minute monster into the vat. It is man. It, Thank you, Chris. That that's really man. That's awesome, man. I feel like you really mean that too. That's pretty cool. Oh, you, t- Tommy. You know, I would tell you absolutely if I hated it. <laughs> yeah. These are days. That's usually how it is. So that's that's awesome, dude. We like it too. We're really enjoying it. You know. Right. Well, I I what I think I like best about the record is that it doesn't follow any sort of a map. People are going to get, you know, because of your obvious background, people are going to say, well, this sounds like Tesla back and bust a nut. And this might be, you know, people are going to look to compare to Tesla. I don't hear, I hear, obviously your playing sounds like the classic sound. So there's always going to be that. But musically, right. this is just a different animal. It's it's more it's, it's, yeah, it's its own it's its own thing. I mean, some of the riffs you might recognize from me playing in Tesla, just the sound and stuff and the vibe. But it's its own thing for sure. Yeah, if anything, it channels a little more. I would say like an ACDC vibe, and that might be because of Rob's vocal more than anything. But I'll point to a song like Legacy that you know, has that very hell's bells ish sort yep. of an open and then it and then it, you know, blooms into its own thing. But there there's a lot of different influences and a lot of different sounds. It's a very hard record to classify. Right. It's it is. And you know, and everyone was telling me the whole time we were making it, oh Rob, you know, he sings like he has got kind of a higher pitched voice and shit, but I just you know, we were writing these songs, and I just loved it. And I've always loved Rob's voice. We did, we've done like bar and grill gigs together, and he sings Led Zeppelin. He just—that's what got me when he first started singing was his Led Zeppelin shit. 
But it, I mean, not that he sounds like that on this record, but man, I just, I love his voice for these songs. You know, it's just kind of edgy and we didn't, it's not really thought out too much. It's rock and roll, man. Absolutely. Well, talk about how the, how you guys got together and decided to put a project together. Cause you know, I, I, I'm more curious than anything, how somebody stumbles into you and you decide, okay, it's time to kind of come out of, out of hiding, so to speak, to do new music. I'll, I'll let Rob tell you about all that. All right. Hey, Chris, it's funny because I've been a huge Tesla fan since I heard them in the 80s, so I followed their music forever. And then um, what happened was I saw a flyer, or no, some memorabilia in a guitar like repair shop, and I asked the guy, he's like, yeah, one of the guys lives here. He's, anyway, long story short, Tommy is teaching guitar, and I took some guitar lessons from him. And I think he heard me sing like an ACDC song. He was showing me and he kind of liked it a little bit. And then I hit him up with a song to play on that I wrote. And we just kind of took it from there. So it's been maybe about 12 years that we've known. Yeah. But then, you know, we like, we started doing like some bar and grill gigs just to have some fun and make some money. And then, uh, just not too long ago, about maybe four years back, I don't know why I never thought of it when I was doing my solo records, but he he like started the song, some of the music I had written, and it just hit me. Oh, I should be maybe making a record and have Rob sing on it, and then it from there kind of took off. You know, we did this record. Sure. Now, Tommy, you've obviously done music after Tesla, and it didn't. It, it it didn't seem like the Tesla people wanted to give it a fair shot, you know, for better, or for worse. It, it, and, and obviously it was definitely, it was almost like you purposely were like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not going to do the same kind of music. And you, you, I, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could, I could, what you talking about like the solo records? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I listen to those now, man, it's like, like the first one I'm kind of okay with. And the second one, I was still doing a lot of dope and it just, I did it out of the house and then we remixed it in the studio and I, it's not really all that great, but as far as the attitude of it, it's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like what I'm doing with this thing as far as songwriting. I just like that kind of rocking attitude, a couple of chords that are like some, uh, flatted fifth, you know, in the medieval days, they would chop your head off for playing it type thing. <laughs> so, you know, Yeah. Do, do you think do you think that if if the the old fan base were to give this a shot that this would be the one that kind of brings you not back into Tesla per se because I know that's not really where you're at but but brings that fan base into what you're doing. Yeah, I mean that was kind of the thought about it, you know, it, definitely. Yeah, it's better better than anything I was doing solo for sure. Sure. No, I but I mean, we're not going to do, we're not going to probably go out live on this. I have another band that I do resist and bite and that will kind of take that place of what I do in Tesla. As far as working this, we're going to probably just make records and have fun with it, you know? Sure. Now, so this is, this is the, the project and re resist and bite is more the band, so to speak. It's more exactly the resistant bite will be a band and we're going to make a record and we're going to go rule the world type thing is the idea. Right? right. But, uh, this thing is just the thing I'm doing with Rob. We'll probably do another record. You know, we've been writing songs for it and we're, we have fun doing it. It's pretty cool. Sure. Played a new song on him that he likes. So, um, yeah, we keep writing these songs. So we'll probably make some videos, Chris, maybe okay. some merch, stuff like that. Keep 
a presence out there. Sure. Now, now, where where do people go if they want to get this record? Because I know, I know, I, I know how I went. I went begging on Facebook, and and you guys were gracious <laughs> enough to send it. But you know, I, I mean, yeah, for the um, average person, how do you get it? Yeah, our website has a store, and it's uh, skinsuitmusic.com, skinsuitmusic.com. And it's also on all the uh, major platforms now, iTunes, Spotify, all of them. Okay, very cool. Now, oh, yeah. when, you guys, when you guys write this, these songs or this music, not only these, but uh, obviously the new stuff that, you're, that you have that you're working on, how, how does it come together? Do you build from a riff or do you start with something completed or just a vocal idea or, or a little above yeah, all I've, of it? Or? I've, been, uh, I've been laying down these demos with a drum machine. I, like I, I'll play like a click track. I'll play a guitar thing over it for a song. I'll have the whole song arranged. I'll play the guitar part. Then I go in and I tap out the drums manually, not like the machine. I just tap them out like I do the bass drum and snare, and then I do cymbals after that on another track. So it's it's pretty funky, actually, but it's a lot of fun. And then I hand uh, Rob the, uh, the finished product of that demo, and then he writes over it, and maybe we do a couple of changes to make it work with the vocal better, or sometimes not. Sometimes we don't do anything, and it's just ready to go. But uh, that's about it, how we've been doing it. And um, there's a few, yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, there's a few exceptions where I'll have a musical idea, and I'll present it to Tom. If he likes it, he'll help me, you know, flush it out. And well, that one song, like "Baby," like you were playing, that was a song that that Rob um, had. He had like some uh, guitar stuff to it, and I wrote a couple of parts to it. And then he kind of just went home and you know put it all together and made it into that song. It's kind of cool, like that like collaboration stuff. Tom wrote the uh, kind of the bridge for that one okay. and then arranged it, made it, shined it up. Made it great again. <laughs> and then the one you like at the end, uh, into the Bat Madeira, uh, Madeira was kind of happy an accident in that um, the demo he gave me, something happened where it cut off. And then I <laughs> added the middle kind of the chord change and then the fast part. And initially he was kind of, uh, the demo's got like three different recordings edited together. <laughs> and then the front part, that metal Odyssey thing, yeah. Originally, he was kind of offended, like, what did you do to my song? <laughs> but then he, then he piped in, and, we, and then he shined it up. And now it's the epic yeah. opus, Madeira. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know what, though? It really is. It, 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 considering that that's the way that you put that song together, it doesn't feel choppy at all. It's It's a very... It flows beautifully. So we made sure when we recorded it that it just, you know, we recorded it. Actually, we did record it in two different sessions. The front part was recorded at another time than the the main part of the song. Oh, into the back? Right. Yeah. So, you know, and then we edited it together. But we made sure that it felt like a band just playing it, sure. Is it, when you do a song like that, a, a, you know, a longer piece of music like that, is it difficult to fuse the different ideas so that it doesn't feel... Like it's, you know, two different songs? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it's just, you just, I mean, the way we had the the same drum set up, so that's the same. Yeah, you just do some editing. It's not that big of a deal, really. It just depends on if you, you know, have a bunch of different guitar sounds for each piece or something. Sometimes it can be tricky, but that was pretty easy, actually. Sure. Now, now um, with, with Skin Suit, you know, 
people are people are going to hear it. A lot of people are going to hear it during this pandemic because everybody obviously everybody's locked down. Is is yeah. that a good thing for you guys? Because it actually, you know, people are so desperate right now to to and I and I want to say that they're listening to it because they're desperate. What I'm trying to say is people are so starved for for music right for now. Some- yeah. yeah, I think I think it's a great time for this to happen. That's why we were doing that acoustic track today, you know, just not not to get on the bandwagon of everyone doing like live streaming at home. It's not live streaming. We're just recording it to make sure we get a good take anyway. Right. But, but, you know, we're going to put that out there. I think you're right. I think people are kind of into that. And, and a lot of people are. I know I'm trolling on the Internet a lot. <laughs> exactly. I, I can't tell you how much boxing I've watched on YouTube just because it's on. You oh, know, <laughs> oh. I've been uh, I've been on Craigslist, eBay, and Reverb, just wanting to buy stuff, but not totally buying. So. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I think everybody's doing it, or, or Amazon. I can't tell you how many times I've looked at microphones and computers and whatnot on Amazon yep. lately, and and I get ready to pull the trigger, and I'm like, well, I don't know that I'm getting another paycheck anytime soon. I better. Pull yeah, I, that's the thing, man. It's like, yeah, it's you know, my money stream's drying up because of this thing. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's really, it, it's a really weird time, and it you, is. You know, I, I know. Yeah, I don't think any of us have seen anything like it in no. our lifetime in this generation or whatever. Definitely not. Now, Tommy, one thing about you specifically that I know as far as being a performer, you are definitely one of those guys that gets right up into into the face of the crowd, whether it's daring them to throw ice at you or just, you know, getting up there <laughs> with a guitar solo or whatever it is, you're you're always that guy. You always were in Tesla and I I'm assuming you still are. Will this pandemic change the way that you perform or interact with fans or any of that? Uh, not the pandemic, but I'll tell you what will interfere with that is my fucking age. (laughs) It's like, you know, my back hurts all the time. It's just like, it's not the same as it used to be. I, I know once I get out there playing live, it will probably be, you know, just, I'll t- it will just kind of go like it used to go. I'll just get nuts. I was kind of an idiot. I would just get just <laughs> crazy and shit. But the guitar, when I play it, it kind of just, I don't know, it takes over, man. So I don't think that will change, but I'll probably in the in the throes of it, like pull a muscle, something's going to hurt, and I'm going to have to back off a little bit. <laughs> Dude. You know, I'll be 60 in two years, if you can believe that shit. Oh, wow. Jeez, I, I did not realize that you were that much older than me. I'm 51, and I think I'm old. <laughs> Yeah. Well, man, yeah, give it a few more years, man. You really start feeling it. Oh, I'm sure. I believe me. I feel it now. Don't <laughs> don't think <laughs> I don't. But you know what? I'll I'll share with you the the story that Jack Russell from Great White told me, which is hmm. he said that what he told me is and I'm sure you've seen him. He's, you know, he's not crippled, but he's definitely been beaten down by life and whatever to where he's a sure. a shell of the 25, 26-year-old guy that we remember. And what right. he told me was that when he hears the crowd and he gets out and that it's that first taste, and I'm sure you can relate to this, that first second gives you enough energy if it's if it's coming to you to get you through the show and you're just you don't realize it. And then when you come off and you sit down on a couch for a minute, all of a sudden, that's when you start realizing, Oh shit, what did I just do? <laughs> ah, 
Yeah, you start feeling it, man, the next day or whatever. Hopefully, you can get into a groove where your body becomes acclimated and your uh, respiratory can handle it and everything, because I'm still puffing cigarettes and all that shit, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, um, Tommy, uh, you mentioned it before. Talk a little bit about Resist and Bite, your, your soon-to-be money project, so to speak. What What's the genesis yeah. behind that? Uh, we've been writing. I just got back from Kentucky doing that, and... It's really great. We've got tons of songs. We're currently right now shopping a deal, and we're, we think it's going to be a, we, it's a really diverse, great thing. we got Nathan Newt singing from Lynch Mob, and he was he's just great, man. And the whole band gets along, and it's going to be awesome, dude. Yeah, we're going to go out and make a record, and before that, we'll be doing some shows as soon as they'll let us do it, you know? Sure. As soon as uh, this pandemic thing blows by. We've been... We're chopping at the bit, yeah. Oh, I get it. Now, now I know you're shopping a deal there. Are you? Have you shopped a deal for skin suit as well? There's no because there's no reason, especially with you being in it and the obvious Tesla relation. You know, there's no reason that this record shouldn't be on like Frontiers or something. Right. Well, we could go that way, but you know, we didn't do that at all. It's all homegrown, homemade. This is it, man. We're just doing it on the internet and it's, you know, we have no overhead really besides just making the record. So. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Chris actually we're doing a, like a lot of people on social media and then the website and just cultivating the Tommy fans that want to hear what, you know, mm-hmm. he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the resistant bite thing will probably be. I mean, we're going to try and get a uh, we're going to try and get a major label, but you know, Frontiers is a good analogy, though. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I mean it it makes sense, but like like I I could see that like a Frontiers wouldn't have wanted the solo records because they were you either loved them or you hated them. You know that they they right. were they were. Look, okay. the thing about the solo records too is you know I'm not a singer. It's just it was just for fun, really, man. Sure. You know, yeah. I, I don't take them seriously at all. Right. No, that makes sense. Now, although I like some things on them. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. And I'm sure, I'm sure there's probably riffs on those that you wish that you had for these new projects that you're working on now. Well, I keep writing, man. I come I think I keep coming up with better stuff as I get older. Tell you the truth. I've my writing has been crazy. I totally agree with that. Um, he's been writing like amazing stuff and then. We just kind of got on a vibe and we're collaborating a lot. Been writing like I just can't stop lately, man. I've been really addicted to it. Sure. How how do you know what goes where? How do you, you know, how do you come up with a riff and say, well, that's more suited for skin suit than resist and bite, or do you just not even think of that? You just bring it and. Yeah, I think at this point, any you know, any anything that I'm writing you could go to either one of those. But basically, I wrote a before resist and bite happened. I gave everything I had to Rob, and then when I started doing a resist and bite, that all started going to Nathan to write on and to resist and bite. So Rob's got a pretty good backlog of stuff. I haven't given him any fresh stuff in probably the last you know year, maybe. So he's still working on a lot of the stuff I gave him. He's still got. Um, there might be twenty songs that can still work on. I've got ideas for. Or definitely a record there if we want to do another record. The one right? I gave you today. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we've been working them. Yeah. Very cool. So, so when yeah, a formula for battering, like, and it's not even like I think resist them by it or skin suit. It's just skin suit's kind of been there that he's got some material that we can still use for that. 
and all the new stuff has been kind of going to resist them by it. Okay. When, when do you, when do you envision newer and, and it's weird to already be talking about new stuff when skin suit is brand new, but when, when do you anticipate a, a second record for skin suit or the first record for resistant bite? You know what? I, I don't know right now. I don't know this. The, I, this is the deal. As soon as the, we can go and well, we can make a record right now, but when we can go tour on it, that's real important. You know, we sure. want to do that and resist and bite. So it's all of it depends on this pandemic thing. And that will be, you know, we're trying to get resist and bite going off the ground. Cause that's obvious my bread and butter, as you said. So, uh, that's going to take precedence over it. But if I have any time after that, depending, you know, we'll, 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 we'll hit skin suit and do it again. I think, you know, cause I have fun doing it and it's, I, I enjoy doing it with Rob. It's fun. Sure. Before the scam demic, he was going to go <laughs> scam den. Oh, uh, sorry about that. Before no. the whatever, uh, Tommy was going to go finish the record with those guys and hopefully tour this summer. And every, yeah, yeah, we can't everything tour this year. Everything stopped, man. The world's been canceled, <laughs> but we're we're doing what we can here, you know. Hey, you you can call it the scam demic too, because Lord knows. Lord, I, I own a business outside of doing this and it's been shut down for eight weeks. And, um, and you know, I'm one of these guys that's absolutely going to defy governor's orders to just open up cause it's fucking stupid. So please, I mean, I, I'm I don't with know. you. Yeah, it's weird. Dude. I think it's the, weird. my opinion is the virus is real. And if you were in a category, it could, you know, hurt you real bad and kill you. Mm-hmm. And apparently it is, but I think, I I think I the, think they're cooking the books. I think the way that's possible, but I also think that it should just you know what we should go on living like we always have. Mm-hmm. Certain people are going to get affected, and it's unfortunate. But human nature is going to dictate that. I think that's how people are in general. They're not going to stay home. I mean, for a month maybe, but it ain't going to last much longer. They're already just wanting to break out. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, I I've been basing it on the simple analogy of of, you know, secondhand smoke is pretty much proven to cause cancer as much as regular smoke. And we don't ban cigarettes. We just keep on living. So deal with it. That's that's where I'm at with it anymore, but I don't know. It's it's weird. It's just weird. Yeah. It's weird. It sucks. It sucks because of, you know, I, I mean, it, it, I, I don't think that the politicians understand how massively this affects everybody and you know i mean it's one thing to say okay big business and all this but even you know you what you guys do you know it affects engineers being able to get with you to record and make a record or everything and there's i mean there's a lot more people i always you know look at my cup half full because i know there's people that are just fucked out there Mm -hmm. man it's gotta be just bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, uh, you know, not to get all into it, but I'll tell you, cause it's show fodder. Anyway, I own a, um, I own, uh, it's the fifth largest pinball, uh, museum in the country or, um, arcade in the country. We've got like four, a what ball pinball. Oh, pinball. Yeah. Pinball yeah. and arcade games. And, and, sure. and there's no reason not to have people come and play. I mean, we got 450 games, right. the buildings as big as a target. And, and it's like, 
you know, I'm $35,000 in the hole just sitting around. It's like, you know, where, where in the world, where, where am I supposed to get this money? I wasn't independently wealthy either. You know, it's like, I hear you, buddy. I hear you. And it seems like some rules apply to the masses. Don't apply to other people. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Is that what I mean? The beautiful people. <laughs> exactly. Without getting too much into it, I think you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely get it. Hey, not as I do. <laughs> nice. Um, let's see. Uh, just a... The only, the only true Tesla question I'm going to ask you, Tommy, and I'm going to ask you to answer honestly, don't, don't give me the, I wish those guys well answer. Give me the real answer. Not that I think you won't, but obviously as time has gone by, you know, I mean, when you left the band, you left the band and everybody remembers that as time has gone by the edge that you brought to the band has left. And I'm not saying that they're making bad music. I enjoy their music. I, you know, I just interviewed Jeff maybe three weeks ago. So I'm, I'm still a fan. And, you know, I'm just putting it all out there, honestly. But they've gotten softer and softer and softer with every release. Do you think that people now that time has gone by finally understand what it was that you added to Tesla that has disappeared since you left? Uh, absolutely. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, to me, that's, well, to me, it's been apparent from the get go, but even early on, on my Facebook pages, just everyone, all they ever say is, you know, there's, it's, you know, we still love Tesla, but the, it's just a different band. There's no balls there now. And mm -hmm. just, you know, and th these are not my words, man. I, you know, I wouldn't go and say anything because it's just not appropriate, but, uh, right. you know, yeah, I think uh, it's a different band, and and maybe not for the best. You know, I don't know. Yeah, that's my opinion. You know, everyone has an opinion. If they want to listen to some more loungy, you know, kind of uh, more kind of pop, lighter music, you know, they're doing that now. And that, and if people like that, then go for it, man. I like to rock hard. Yeah, well, you're definitely doing that with this new release, Skin Suit. It is an excellent release, and um. Uh, guys, tell, tell everybody one more time where they need to go to get the, um, to get skin suit and, um, start rocking out. Skinsuitmusic.com is our website and store and they can get the album there and we'll have merch and other stuff coming up. Oh yeah. There it goes. Well, I'll tell you what, um, Tommy, you know, this as well as anybody, uh, pick a song from the new release. Uh, tell people a quick story about it so that we can wrap this one up. Well, I was gonna say Madeira, but we talked about that. Uh, how about uh, oh, probably maybe the first song, uh, "Knock Down." Okay. Just because it's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is that. It's a it's a it's a fast rocker. So we'll do that. Let's check it out now. It is "Knock Down." It's Skin Suit right here on your classic metal show. <laughs> 